Hi guys, thanks for being here. We're here with the Molina Law Firm. It's our podcast, Off the Record, where we talk about some sort of like legal terms or legal law, or we talk about uh, stuff that's happening in the community. So thanks for being here. Uh, I'm here with attorney Rick Molina. Hi, this is Rick Molina. Uh, We also have a radio program uh, every Tuesday at 10 a.m. on 88.1 FM in Houston, Texas. Uh, We're located in Houston. Uh, We practice in Houston and the surrounding area. Uh, But we're on 88.1 FM uh, in Houston every Tuesday at 10 a.m. For those that speak Spanish, because it's mainly a Spanish station, but we try to put in some English in there, too. Yeah, it's bilingual. I I speak some Spanish. some people say I don't speak Spanish, but I, I, it's very broken Spanish, but, but I am able to speak some Spanish. And it's, it's a bilingual program. Uh, even if you don't speak Spanish, you'll pick up some stuff uh, that's in English as well. And you also understand Spanish. That's important. Yeah, sure. Uh, I understand Spanish. Uh, I can't communicate some legal concepts in Spanish, uh, depending on what it is. Uh, but obviously, when we go to court, everything is in English. Uh, Houston is in Harris County, so uh, everything is obviously in English. But Spanish does help, uh, I found. So we have this podcast on SoundCloud, and again, it's, it's a Molina Law Firm off the record. And today we're going to talk, we have some uh, guests here, and we're going to talk about some, uh, you know, let's talk about college. Sure. Uh, we have two people here uh, that are uh, just uh, home for the break uh, that are in just getting off of college. Here we are, May 2021. Uh, hopefully, we're nearing the end of the COVID pandemic. So a lot of people that are just uh, finishing school, whether it's high school or college, they've probably been online for most of all of the school year. And our two guests are, you know, they're graduates of, of 2020, so they're freshmen in, in college. So they're the true definition of, of pandemic uh, situation where it's kind of ruins your, your, your senior year. But they're in college. Uh, let me introduce them. Uh, Marcus, say. Hey, how you doing, I'm Marcus? Hi, I'm Mia. We also have Anna here from the office. Hello. And let's uh, let's jump in. What what can we uh, talk about our college uh, their college experience as a uh, pandemic graduates? <laughs> well, yeah, they're pandemic college freshmen. So Marcus, tell us how was the first year? Was it completely online, partially online? How was the experience? Just give us the the background. Um, at the beginning, it was just half and half, really, of online and in person. Oh, really? There, um, some colleges were straight online. Yeah. yeah, there were a lot of universities that didn't have any in-person classes at all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I really took like two classes that were in person, and then the three others were online. But I feel like um, when it was online, that I wasn't able to focus as much because you know you have more distractions. You can just close out the apps and. Like just were the in-person it. classes full? Uh, no, but um, like if there was like over a certain amount of people, then you would um, like they would just cut it in half for different days. So like if you were, if it was an all-week class, some people would go on Monday, Tuesdays, and the other class would be like Thursdays. Um, uh, wait, yeah, Tuesdays and Thursdays. Yeah. And where good? did you go? Where where what are we talking about? Uh, you went to. Or he's currently a freshman. Yeah, I'm currently right. a freshman at University of Texas Permian Basin. Okay. And so how about now? Or what have they announced what they're going to do when they go back? Um, do you still have the option to be in person or be online? It's, up, it's really up to you. It's your preference. But 
you know, some classes they, you have to take online, and some you have to take in person. Is it required to be vaccinated? Uh, That's a good question, Anna. I'm not 100% sure, but okay. just in case Correct. I did get the vaccine. Just That's good. They offered it right in your school. Yeah, my school offered the vaccine. Any so. social events were they held or canceled or rescheduled or um, prom? Any of that? No, yeah. that was promised for high school. Oh. But yeah, uh, but for prom, I mean, sure, because in high school is when the pandemic hit, right? I'm sure. Oh yeah, I hit right, literally right before yeah. prom. It was. Oh okay. It was canceled. It, it was canceled. <laughs> so. so there are a lot oh, of college no. parties going on. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's parties, but I don't really go out because... COVID safe parties. COVID safe parties, exactly. Because like, usually everybody that goes to the parties ends up with COVID. Someone ends up with COVID, so... Oh, right. Right. Good. That's, that's Better good. safe than sorry. Yes. Yes. Um, okay, Mia, tell us, uh, how about you? Well, um, the only difference with, with me, I did um, San Jack Community College. Yes. Mm. And um, I stayed home, so I did all my on cl- online classes at home. And it was uh, it was tough at first, but I appreciate the professors. Um, they gave um, you chances. Yeah, giving us chances, like working with us. Um, it did get better throughout my second semester with help. And um, well, I don't think I think San Jack did not offer any in-person classes. Oh no! So you didn't did have not. that choice. Yeah, yeah, I didn't have a choice. I had to stay home. But. Um, Next semester for my second year, um, I'm doing all in person. You're hoping oh, to do that? Yeah, I'm hoping. Well, yeah. yeah. So do they make you declare a major at either San Jacinto or UT Odessa? Yes. They Premier do. Basin. Um, Premier Basin. Well, at the university, you don't have to really just choose a major until your, like, your junior year. So you can just take basic classes, all your basics for the first two years if you wanted to. Are the classes at what are they called? Like general studies, maybe? Yeah. Right. How about you, Mia? Did they make you declare a major? Yes, they did, but I'm sure you can switch it. Right? Yes, yes. Yeah, you can yeah. Oh. Major. yeah. Well good. Again, this is Rick Molina. We're here uh, talking to Marcus and Mia about their college experience. Uh, my law firm is the Molina Law Firm. We're in Houston, Texas. We have a radio program on eighty eight point one FM every Tuesday at ten. Uh, so Marcus or Mia, are either one of you going to declare a uh, legal major or pre-legal studies? <laughs> you know, well, I'm thinking n- n- about no pressure, it. No, no pressure. pressure. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to know a lot of stuff about majors, just to widen your... Yeah, there's opportunities yeah, there. Yeah, opportunities. Marcus, you're going to become a lawyer? Well, to, to be a, just so you know, to be a lawyer, maybe some people don't know, you need to have a college... Uh, degree, an undergraduate degree that typically takes four years. Some people take summer school and or evening classes and maybe they can finish it in three years, but you do need a Bachelor of Arts degree at least. Um, and that generally takes four years, maybe three years if you take summer. Then after you get your Bachelor of Arts, then you go to law school. That's another three years. And again, you can probably finish law school early if you take summer school, but you know some people work during the summer. So you're probably on average looking at about seven years after high school. Um, if you go. If you Would go you recommend school. somebody do an internship? There's always internships available. Oh, yeah. Obviously, it's, not without, it's without pay, but would you recommend that or not? 
I, I would. Obviously, you would want to get a job that that pays, uh, but sometimes, you know, getting the experience is better than the pay. So if you can get an internship, uh, that does help you to at least get an idea that something you would want to do. And it's tough when you're 18, 19, 20, even early 20s, you have no idea maybe what you want to do. Uh, mm -hmm. So it's tough to make those decisions. Uh, you know, do I want to go to law school? And you're about 20, 21 years old. And you might change your mind. But can you have any Bachelor of Art degree? Because obviously you have so many choices for undergrad to go to law school? Sure. I mean, there's no set degree that you need to go to law school. There are people with all different types of degrees that go to law school. You can major in history, uh, political science, English. Science. Uh, <laughs> biology. I'm a business major. Business. business. Uh, I typically, uh, my advice to people is to read and write as much as you can uh, before you get to law school. Uh, the better writer you are, generally, uh, the better you'll do in law school. So uh, anything that, that gives you that skill, uh, that's not to say, you know, you have to go major in English to go yeah. to law school, but, you know, there's a lot of things you can do to become a better writer, uh, not necessarily majoring in English. Uh, you seem his, to highlight writing, but why is that? Well, you're going to do a lot of writing in law school. <laughs> so, yeah, so, you so if you don't that. like it, don't, don't, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> a, a lot. And, and the better writer you are, uh, the better you can put an essay together, the better you can write legal briefs. Um, and there are a lot of resources online, too. I, I mean, I'm assuming there's a lot of resources to kind of make you a stronger or writer. help make you a stronger sure. writer. Sure. Yeah, in the Internet age, there's all sorts of writing apps uh, that you can you can do. Uh, Grammarly is one of them. Grammarly is one. Yeah, that helps. It uses a score syntax. And I'm not promoting any, any specific app. Uh, I do have certain apps that I use in the law firm uh, yeah. and if you if you care to know what they are my phone number the office number is 281-922-4300 and the website is molinalawfirm.com we uh, also have an easy website where that's easier to remember it's a uh, 713 law help it's uh, 713 and you spell out l-a-w-h-e-l-p.com so 713lawhelp.com yeah, and I'm not promoting any, any specific apps, but we do use Grammarly. Another one is called uh, WordRake, W-O-R-D-R-A-K-E. Uh, I've used that before. So, you know, in the Internet age, there's all sorts of apps you can do to, to help you proofread papers and, and write papers. Uh, before the Internet, you know, you would go to college and, and major in English or do a lot of writing. Uh, but, you know, there are... Uh, things that you can do now outside of college or to supplement your college education uh, but I you know I would recommend any of those but the better writer you are the better you'll do them so really I mean you gotta be strong at least have some sort of strength in writing and, and, and you have to do a lot of reading sure well just business in general uh, you'll be surprised how many people out in business you know just writing an email or writing a, a short little fax or a, a letter or a, anything, communicating with your with your colleagues, 
all that requires writing. You know, you, it requires grammar. Uh, there are things that that maybe you don't you don't even know about. You know, in, in terms of grammar, punctuation, correct tenses. So, uh, you know, all, all those help just in, in general business. Um, some of the professors, like the English professors at our school, like if you send an email to them and it's not like uh, worded properly and stuff. Uh, they won't answer you, and they tell you that straight up from the jump. Like, if it's not a good email, I'm not gonna respond to you till you make it a better email. So, how do you know if it's good or oh, not? Oh wow! I guess if you get a response, but that's actually kind of good. I mean, that kind of puts pressure on students to, hey, I need to figure this out, or sure. I need to, you know, what am I doing wrong? And sometimes they don't even realize what they're doing wrong until they go and 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 do their own research. Oh, I'm not writing the correct there, you know, or the correct to. Those well, a lot of people use slang with the text, with the texting, so they put LOL, and you're really not laughing out loud, but yeah. you use that, and the professor's like, well. You know. <laughs> so, Mia, how That's do you true. communicate with the professors at San Jack? Um, I email them, and um, they don't, they usually respond even if the email's cor- incorrect. But no, but I think San Jack, don't they have also, like, these softwares where they can detect, like, there's a misspelling or uh, Oh, is that Turn It In? That's uh, that's an app that I think uh, Black has. Black, uh, well, I know that there are apps that you can even uh, put into your email that checks your grammar and punctuation in your emails, uh, and it gives you auto suggestions. So you have to be careful with that too. Sometimes you may click an auto suggestion, and then it starts wrong. I got the wrong one. Yeah, <laughs> you didn't intend. It's sort of like sending a text. Sometimes yeah. you hit an auto suggestion that oh, you didn't mean to. That's infamous on, on my end. I send the wrong. Autocorrect. <laughs> autocorrect. Like, no, I'm, I'm typing it correctly, especially when I text in Spanish. Mm-hmm. It's it's always autocorrecting me. Yeah. But yeah, so it's it's good to talk about this. Uh, you know, as far as legal goes, you went through a lot of schooling yourself uh, to become a lawyer. Well, yeah. I mean, like I said, you need four years of undergraduate school, uh, and then three years of law school, uh, and time goes by very quickly. Uh, and then once you graduate law school. Um, is comes the actual task of finding an actual job. But Attorney Molina, you had to take some sort of test. Isn't there like a test that is pretty common when you're an undergrad? Sure. Uh, well, it's not in undergraduate school, but oh. in law school, you once you finish law school, you, you do get your, your law degree, but that doesn't actually allow you to practice law in your state. Uh, we're in Houston, Texas. Uh, but so in Texas, we have to pass the Texas bar exam to actually practice law. And I can honestly say, even at this stage, that was probably the most stressful test I've ever had in my life, and I will not do that again. <laughs> so, uh, wait, no, not to discourage anyone to become not become a lawyer, but you know. <laughs> but but it is it is a high stakes test simply because you need to take you need to pass it to practice, and that's all you've done up to that point. So it is sort of a, a high-stakes so exam. So what, what is the LSAT? Well, the LSAT is the entrance exam that people take when they're, when they're undergraduate school. I think that's what I was talking about. Yeah. To get into law, to law school. They do make you take a standardized test. Uh, in law school, it's called the LSAT. To get into medical school, you have to take the MCAT, M-C-A-T. So every graduate school has their standardized test. It's sort sort of like when you're in high school, you have to take the SAT mm-hmm. uh, to get into college. 
to get from college to law school, they make you take the LSAT. And it's not really like a pass or fail. It's just more like you score a certain score yeah. to qualify you, basically. Yeah, and it's I have no idea what the scale is now. Right. Um, I think at one point it was scaled on a 36 or a 42 or something like that. It could have changed, yeah. Uh, but I'm sure it's changed. Can uh, you retake the bar test? Let's say you panic, you're nervous, you fail a little bit. Can you retake it? Sure. Is there a fee? Uh, you do pay to take the exam, but you can, I think you have to, you can take it twice back to back. If you don't pass it in those two times, then you have to sit out a time. Well, at least that's what oh. the rule used to be, and I, I don't know what it is right now. But you can take it. I know some people that have taken it three, four, five times. Uh, you know, and, the, and those types of exams, that, and they're timed. If you blank out for just a few minutes, you know that may kind of set you back for the entire exam, and that and that does happen. That doesn't mean you you don't know the material. Uh, you just had a bad day or a bad morning, and correct, and that just sets you back. So, so we're ending this with Mia and Marcus taking the LSAT soon. <laughs> so, Good luck. they're gonna become lawyers. It's a, um, thank you for joining us. Uh, we have a podcast on SoundCloud. This is Molina Law Firm Off the Record. Our office is in Houston, Texas. We generally uh, work on, on personal injury cases. Uh, Mr. Attorney Molina is a trial lawyer. We also have a uh, radio show, mainly in Spanish. For those that want to learn Spanish or those that speak Spanish, it's 88.1 FM. It's on Tuesdays at 10 a.m. And our office phone number is 281-922-4300. To get more information on our law firm, you can go into 713lawhelp.com. It's 713-L-A-W-H-E-L-P.com. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.